0: Every Sunday morning at ten thirty AM in the Delancey Elim Church building at La Banks, Saint Samson in the Channel Islands of Guernsey. To contact us, find out more information about us, please visit our website at Tilancyhelim.co.uk.
1: If you are with us uh, as, a, as a guest or as a visitor, we just want to make you really welcome uh, this morning and, and hope you just feel at home here. Um, so it's New Year's Eve, and um, I guess some of us will be making New Year's resolutions. How many of us have made New Year's resolutions? Yes? No. Well, look, we're not on New Year's resolutions. Yes? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> some of us have. Okay. Um, if, if you had to hazard a guess, what do you think are the top ten um, New Year's resolutions made by us Brits? What do we reckon they are? Lose weight, yep. Get fit, exercise, yep. Stop smoking, stop eating, <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. Be, be nicer, be kinder. Yeah, I think that's on the list. Yeah. Anything else? Mm, I had um, Spend more time with family. Travel to new places. Be less stressed. <laughs> volunteer to do something. Okay, learn something new. Yeah, okay. I never make news resolutions, I've stopped doing that. Um, because as maybe like you, you don't really keep them all that well, and then you get a bit downhearted about things. But what I do do is um, I try and do something new. I try and challenge myself in the new year to do something new, or listen to something, a new genre of music, or read a new book type, or something like that. That tends to to be me, in new year. But I love the start of new year, and I know some people won't agree with me, but I do, because I love new things. And that's probably just you know I love shopping for new things I love I love new stuff Um, and so I think for me the new year I like a I like a new beginning it's only psychological isn't it just another day it's you know if we didn't have calendars and didn't have times we wouldn't even know but it's just psychological but it does feel for me like it's a oh a fresh start a new a new year what's this year going to hold what's what's this chapter of my life going to be like. And so, um, I want us to kind of look back on 2017 and reflect a little bit on that year and look forward to the year ahead. So I thought we'd start off with a little bit of a quiz on what happened in 2017, okay, in the world. Have you got your quiz hats ready? Okay, this will, this will, um, see how knowledgeable you are with the, with the world news. Okay, so number one, who was made a World Health Organization Goodwill Ambassador and an appointment revoked within days? Yes, good, well done. There you go. Um, number two, old Jeremy Corbyn chanted a delighted Glastonbury, an anthem inspired by which band and which song? Any Glastonbury fans? Maybe not. Yes, well done. Okay, white stripes, Seven Nation Army, good. What became the most expensive painting ever sold at auction? Anyone has it again? It was Leonardo da
2: Vinci's,
1: no, it was Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi, okay. Who was it, now I don't know if you'll know this, I happen to, I would know this one because I love location, location, all those sorts of things. Who was it that said it was disgusting to keep a washing machine in the kitchen? It was disgusting to keep a washing machine in the kitchen, Kirsty Allsop, yeah, because she's the one that does location, occasional. I mean, you've got to live quite a privileged life to not have your washing machine in the kitchen. I mean, you know, like my parents don't because they're, you know, they've got a utility. But me, no way. Um, okay, number five. What date and precise time was set in stone this year as the Brexit day? What day is going to be Brexit? What did you say? Oh, n- nearly. It is March. It is
3: 2019.
1: 29th. You're all getting there. 29th. Okay, 29th of March. Apparently at 11pm on the 29th of March. That's going to be it. And what was banned in the, by the pub chain Weatherspoons this year? What was banned? Oh, yes. <laughs> Top form. Plastic straws, but also mobile phone charging as well. That was banned, apparently. Okay, I knew you'd all know the Weatherspoons. Liz. (laughs) Okay. Um, Who was cast as the new Doctor Who this year? Yes, some of you saying that Jodie Whittaker. Well done. Okay. In April, leaders of the 27 EU countries took just four minutes to agree what? (laughs) The Brexit plan took four minutes. To um yeah, decide this year's entire Brexit strategy. Okay. <laughs> Number ten, which country outlawed plastic carrier bags and if you were found to have a plastic carrier bag, it was a four, it's gonna be a four year jail sentence for anyone carrying in one. Somewhere no nine... begins K. Ah, good, okay, Kenya, all right. I'm gonna leave it there, okay? Knowledge is pretty good there, folks some of you. Um, okay. But when we look back on the year, okay, loads of things have happened, whether it's Donald Trump and things happening in, in, in America or whether it's Korea or um, things that have happened that have, like storms and hurricanes. There's, there's been lots of bad things that have happened this year. There's been lots of good things and positive things. Apparently, um, 2017 was the most sensational year for crime novels, apparently. Everybody was buying crowns. I don't know, I wasn't, but anyway. Um, Harry got engaged. It's all good. Yeah, brilliant. So we've got a wedding to look forward to. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of things. And I wonder, when you look back on 2017, if <clears throat> you can go online, can't you, and it's as a reflection of all like the year in pictures of 2017. I think about our year, if we look back on our years of 2017, and it was in pictures, it was in stills, what it would look like, what it would be like. What would some of the highs be or some of the lows be? For those who follow the zodiac, this year apparently was the year of the rooster. okay, And next year will be the year of the dog. Now that probably has no significant meaning for us, majority of us at all. But I wonder if we had to categorise our year in the same way, what it would it be like, okay, not the year of the rooster or the year of the dog, but would it be the year of happiness? Would it be the year of surprise? Would it be the year of heartache? Would it be the year of change? How would we categorise our 2017? And maybe we can't just have one category. Maybe it would have to be several different stages. Some highlights, some not so great things. Um, But today what I wanted us to do is just to share with one another about our years and to think about what God's done in our year and what we can be thankful for. And I've asked a few people already to share, but then I just want to open it up to anybody to come and just share anything that you want about... 2017 and what's been happening in your life you know it's really good isn't it to come into church and be thankful and just thank God for everything that's happened and not just because it's a good thing or it makes us feel better or because we're told to do it or it's biblical or anything like that or because we want to worship God actually you know what being thankful scientific studies have shown it's better for our health to be thankful yeah yeah it's good for our health. Apparently, it improves our immune systems. It gives us healthier hearts. It helps us to sleep better. So I think that's a good tick list for being thankful. So we're going to do that now. And um, I'm going to kick-start this with Emily. So Emily's going to come up and um, share a little bit about 2017 for us. She's delighted. Look. <laughs> um, she's going to come and share just what God's doing or things to be thankful for. And
4: Okay. okay. Cool. Um, yeah and it's something that 10 years ago I never would have thought me being in PR would you know I'm always saying that I'm really shy and introverted and I had a training session with one of the senior consultants and I said that I almost didn't apply because I thought I wouldn't be you know a good fit being an introvert in the communications Kind of area, and she kind of went a little bit crazy, and said, "Actually, that's the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard." And she's now mentoring me weekly to cultivate confidence and um, actually teaching me more about PR outside of work. And it's I'm starting studies in April, and once I'm qualified as an accredited pr- practitioner, I can uh, travel the world and work for charities such as human trafficking, which many of you know is one of my biggest passions. So. I think actually coming back from Cambodia going back to the police and then being shown this new career path is actually shown me actually with God all things are possible and I shouldn't put myself into a little box. Um, so that's the biggest lesson that I've learned and I think that I'm thankful for this year. Thanks Emily
1: that's fantastic. It's amazing isn't it how um God really does work things together for good and how you see when you look back on, on, on your situations and why you were in it and things and how God can take you into different routes and the doors of opportunity open up and it's amazing to hear that. So thanks, Emily. It's brilliant. Um, and we need to keep praying for Emily in, in that job and for your future as well. Um, Marilyn, I'm going to ask uh, you to come on down. The price is right. I feel like saying, I don't know. <laughs> Just, Yeah. <laughs> It just falls out. Um, thanks, thank
5: Thanks. Um, the verse you said this morning is absolutely spot on for me because um, it talks about God's faithfulness and everything. And this time last year, I wasn't sure whether I was still going to be in a job because it was very iffy. And my house group knows they've prayed for me over the years th- with my job. So, and God's been faithful. I'm still there. I'm still working. I've still got the job. So that's good. But the other thing I wanted to say was, God's faithfulness has gone through the years Rose and I have been best friends for donkey's years and I've been friends with Rose since I was 16 and I'm going to be 60 this year so it's a long time but through those years God has sustained us and that verse you said this morning about his faithfulness it's just amazing because he's he's kept us through the thick times through the thin times, through heartache, through joy absolutely everything he's kept us he's kept us together with the phone when rose was laid up earlier this year she couldn't get about i was at work full time he kept us sustained that way by the phone he's kept us all the years looking back over the years god is so faithful he will never ever let us down ever and he will put us together with people that sometimes you think well we're a bit of an odd couple you know we're a bit strange, and <laughs> one of Rose's favorite, but no, but one of Rose's favorite things is there's not so queer as folk, except for me and thee, and even these are a bit odd. And <laughs> but you know, she's older than me, we're from different backgrounds, and, and yet God had put us together because he knew that we would have this sustained friendship for all these years, and I just thank God, I'm so thankful that I've got a friend in Rose because she's absolutely amazing and I just thank God every day for all her.
1: Thank you. That's that's lovely to hear and in, in that's what, you know, church is as well, isn't it? It's part of being together, being a family and finding those friendships that really do keep us and hold us and, and that's the great thing about God's faithfulness. It's not just seeing God's faithfulness from God necessarily, but in the way of, like, seeing God work through the lives of other people, isn't it? You know, sometimes we think, where is God? What is God doing? And actually, God's right there next to us, you know, working through other people who God has placed in our life, which is absolutely amazing. Um, And that's why it's great to be part of a family here, isn't it, together. Um, John, I'm going to ask to come up. You need to be thinking now. I've only primed these three, so if there's anything that you want to share, that would be great.
6: Thanks. This year, I've got a lot to be thankful for because what many of you don't know is I've been suffering with anxiety and panic attacks for a number of years and really disabling, not being, sometimes not being able to go out the house. And this year, God's just taken that and he's taken it completely away from me. I have no fear of getting up um, in front of people. I have no, no fear of going into work. I have no fear... So much so that I actually went out to Cyprus with work and had had no anxiety at all. And you could feel God's presence there the whole time. And anyone else here who has any fear just needs to know that he can do it. It doesn't feel like it when you're going through all the symptoms and all the the, the panicking. But he can. He can heal you. He can take everything away that is not good for you, and it can encourage you to move on. And I'm really thankful for that for the, this in the past year.
1: Thank you. That's amazing. Sometimes we just don't appreciate what's going on behind the scenes of our, each other's lives, do we? And to hear that testimony, so that's really, really great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, God's an amazing work in your life. I'm going to open up the floor. It's open mic time. Does anybody else want to share something? Great. Thanks.
7: <clears throat> um, March the 4th this year, my daughter Sharon got married. Um, two days before, I was my heart was all over the place. I couldn't stand. I was falling over. I couldn't stand. And I had to go see the doctor. Then I went to hospital. And I was on uh, with a specialist there. And he said, I've got to stop your heart. And I thought, oh. and I was a bit apprehensive. To be honest with you, when you when you stop your heart, you're dead. i just a bit apprehensive. So I asked the Lord. I said, <laughs> I, said, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I said, I was really hoping to make my daughter's wedding. And that's two days ahead. And the Lord spoke to me. And he said to me this. He said, "He said You're, you've got a, a reading to do and you've got a speech to do. You're not going to get out of it that easy. <laughs> anyway, it stopped my heart and I'm still here. Thank you. <laughs>
3: um,
1: not surprised to be a little apprehensive. I think I think we all might be a little apprehensive about. Thanks, Phil. That's great. Um, it's amazing. Anybody else you want to share anything?
0: Do what God has told you to do. Noah built the ark because God commanded it. It's what he was called to do in life. Sawing planks and hammering nails for him was an act of obedience. And when everything was said and done, it was lo- the longest act of obedience recorded. In Scripture, From start to finish, Noah's one act of obedience took 43,800 days. And with each daily act of obedience, he glorified God. No matter what tool you use in your trade, a hammer, a keyboard, a mop, a football, a spreadsheet, a microphone, an expression machine, using it as an act of obedience is the mechanism whereby you worship God. It's the way you do what you are supposed to do. The Bible says, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. Stop putting yourself down and thinking what you do is not important. Remember the old proverb For what of a nail, it goes like this. For what of a nail, the shoe is lost. For what of a shoe, the horse was lost. For what of a horse, the rider was lost. For what of a rider, a messenger was lost. For what of a messenger, the battle was lost. For what of a battle, the kingdom was lost. And all for what of a horseshoe nail. It's God's, In God's eyes, small acts of obedience, um, all, uh, <coughs> sorry, all acts of obedience. In God's eyes, small acts of obedience are big things. When you joyfully do things like they are, big things and God will do big things like they are little things that's how his kingdom advances so the word for you today is do what God has told you and uh, the second one sorry you know, just, uh, to finish it off really um, this is uh, this spoke to me a lot really um, two men who shared a hospital room ended up becoming friends One was allowed to sit up for an hour every day. His bed was beside the only window. The other man spent his life flat on his back. Each day, the man at the window would describe the activity and colour of the outside world. The park overlooking the lake, ducks swimming, children playing, couples walking hand in hand, the skyline in the distance, his friend who could not (coughs) see... None of this smiled and imagined it all in his mind, mind's eye. One day, the man by the window died, and himself, and in his roommate moved into his place. He popped himself up to look outside and was amazed to see a drab brick wall. Confused, he asked the nurse, How come his friend has described the scenery in such glowing terms? She replied, Actually, he was blind and he couldn't even see the wall. He just wanted to encourage you. Paul said each of us should please his neighbor to build him up. There's there's great satisfaction in encouraging people, especially when your own situation is less than idea. One author writes, when you tell someone they are beautiful, you change how they see themselves. A A girl in love Think she's the most beautiful girl in the world because her young man has said so. When a teacher tells a student he's smart, he's, he works harder and achieves more. When a parent tells a child she loves, <coughs> loves she, re, she has confidence to reach for the stars. On the other hand, a doctor who point-blank tells a patient that he's terminal can speed up the death process Words are powerful. Use yours to build people up. And, you know, that really spoke to me because, you know, we need to be encouraging to help each other because, I mean, you know, it says word, words are very powerful. I mean, it's life and death, really. And if somebody says something negative, you know, how you feel. You feel absolutely awful. But if somebody says to you how beautiful you are, you know, thank you for doing this, thank you for doing that. That builds each other up. And so often, you know, the enemy likes to, to pu- push us down. And, you know, if it wasn't for people that helped me through the years, uh, going back uh, when I first became a Christian, and I remember um, the first picture I ever had was a picture of a rose. And at the time, this rose, um, you know, obviously, roses very prickly, their, their stems and everything, And I was a very angry person, and uh, there was lots of things that really happened in my life. And I was very insecure, and I would take uh, everything negative. But going through the years, through people's encouragement for me, you know, and I thank that, thank everybody that's encouraged me over the years, because I wouldn't be here today. And through the encouragement of God, it's been hard, it's been tough, and I'm sure God got lots of things more for me. And, um, but he's doing. I think you know um, he's doing a lot. You know, when I look back, I, I just thank God that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. And also, I just think of my grandchildren. And I think about three years ago, Jack was. Um, Jack, uh, he was born on the 23rd of December. He was three actually a week or so ago. And you know, it was life and death for him. And I mean, I just thank everybody that had prayed for Jack. And also with Kelly, she's not here today, when she lost Malachi. And, you know, the pain that we went through, and I'm sure some of you here today can, you know, you've been through similar things, but God has brought us through. You never forget, but God do bring us through. But then I can help other people that's helped me, you know, through these situations because you've been through the moccasin, so to speak. So I just thank God and all that.
1: Amen. Thank you, Mary. It's fantastic. Thank you. And I think it's so true. Um, I can testify as well and thank you guys for all the encouraging things and words that you've said to me. Uh, in my life, it does make a difference, doesn't it, um, what we say to one another and say thank you for that. Um, Stacey, do you want to... Look
3: at these snappy shoes. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, I just wanted to say... Um, I lost my best friend on the 24th of August Lisa who was incredible Um, but through her death it reconnected me to Polly who was here when I used to come to Lancy like 25 years ago and I arranged to come down but then I found I was under attack each Sunday and didn't make it and then the Lord led me to Ange at the hospital I took my mum for a blood test and we talked and I came here on my own which was massive for me, I've never done anything on my own Um, and everybody has just been incredible and I just wanted to thank you all because you've given me friendship love, unconditional, doesn't matter who I am or anything like that and through the changes that I'm going through at the moment I think, I just want to say all the, the texts and the messages and the hugs really mean a lot to me and I just want to thank you all for accepting me
1: Thanks, Stacey. We're really, really pleased that you're with us here, which is great. Does anybody else want to share or come up and say
2: anything? Go on. Go on. I tend to talk too much. (laughs) Um, You know already the story, because I stood up and thanked everybody when the fires happened in South Africa and I went back and everything. Um, And this year for me has been about Jehovah Jireh, my provider. So many ways. It's actually becoming quite funny because, you know, when everything goes wrong at the same time. So my car broke, the washing machine broke. um, There were about four things. And um, usually it, it would really stress me out. But God helped me to look and I thought, they're refugees who don't even have clothes to wash, you know. And then I thought, well, I should be more active anyway. So I'd, I was cycling and catching the bus. And then somebody blessed me with a, with a car for a month. And not just any car, a car with warm seats. And <laughs> I actually didn't think, I know it's not about the car you drive, but it was the fact that God provided. So until I can afford another car, I've got one for a month. And then someone else said, I could use another. Um and it's just been happening all the time my my keyboard broke and I'd sold m- one of my pianos to get home to South Africa and it was under my bed and it was all full of ribina because i I was at the highfield I was at a care home and accidentally rabina poured on it because it's electronic it went into the keys and um it was under my bed and my husband said oh maybe we can fix it but with the electronic keyboards it's not very easy <laughs> so i pulled it out one day and in desperation knowing how god has provided miraculously i said lord please i know this is a bit of a bargain but please would you fix this keyboard and i will use it for your glory and it worked <laughs> um and i do feel he wants me to now use use worship for his glory But there's just been so many things, and some of my friends don't get it, and they sort of think, how could that happen to you? You know, where 500-pound check arrived at the door just when our boiler broke. I mean, those things don't happen. They don't just happen, but it was sort of this desperation of you are our provider, and now both of us have got much more regular work, because after my breakdown, I took quite a while to get back into work. Um, and God is providing and it's just lovely to see how sometimes those tragedies turn into treasures and I've known that but it's so precious because now I'm pausing more and that's a very good thing (laughs) thank you
1: okay great anybody finally okay Great, all right. Um, I'm going to invite the worship group to come um, back again, and I thought what would be nice to do is thank you all for sharing, and it's great, isn't it? I think it's just really encouraging to hear other people's stories and, and what's going on in people's lives and what we can be thankful for, and um, I want us just to have a time now just to pause. I think it's great that New Year's Eve has fallen on a Sunday, because I think what better way to start the year than around the communion table um, and just committing our lives back to God and just being thankful for all that he's done and all that he's going to do as well. So we're going to pause and and stop and um, just have a time of communion. But I want to go back to um, that verse that I read this morning, um, which is that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Sometimes I think, you know, for me anyway, when it's the new year, I like it because it's a new start and a new beginning. But with God, doesn't need a calendar year does he for a new start and a new beginning actually God's mercies are new every morning and with God we can be forgiven we can start again every day every moment is like a fresh fresh start Um, and that's an amazing thing isn't it to be thankful for Um, that actually God's love towards us is steadfast um, and he is faithful and we've just heard some testimonies to that faithfulness of God Um, so before we actually come to the communion table, and we're going to do it a little bit differently today, so I thought it would be nice if we just came up and took it whenever we felt like we wanted to come and take it. Um, just in your own time to come up to the communion table. Um, I know Nigel will serve a few people if you feel you can't come up to the table. Um, and I've put a little promise in here for us all to take. Um, I'm not one of these people really that is into like, you know, spiritual lottery just opening up the Bible and going, "Whoa, what's God saying? Um, but sometimes it's good, isn't it? Sometimes it's great, because the Bible is full of promises, and they are for us. And so whatever is in that little basket, all those promises are for all of us. Um, so I thought it might be nice just to take one. It's like those little promise boxes. I don't know if anyone ever had one of those, wrapped up with a little pair of tweezers that you <laughs> to pick out your promise. Um, so take one of those. Take a couple. And... Um, take that into our into our new year with us because all the promises in the Bible are for all of us and I hope that perhaps we can take that verse about God's love, about God's mercy and about his faithfulness into 2018 as well um, so let's just pause for a moment before we come to the communion table and just think and be reflective and thank God for all the stuff that's happened in the past year, there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows and there might be moments where we can actually just think about the people that we've lost this year, who we've really loved, and and you know really be thankful for their lives and what they meant to us, um, and just just spend a moment or two, just reflecting before we bake bread. Thank you. he broke it and said, This is my body, that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Father God, I thank you that we can end the year and begin the year with you we can come round this table and be reminded of that amazing sacrifice that you made for each one of us. We come with thankful hearts, that it's by your grace, it's by your mercy, it's by your love that we are here, and that we are free. But I thank you that we can celebrate this morning, and that we can approach your throne with boldness, because you clothe us with robes of righteousness. When you look at us, you see blood of Jesus. I thank you that your mercies are new every morning and that your love is steadfast and that you are faithful even when we are unfaithful, even when we wander away, even when we turn our backs, even when we sin and even when we do things wrong. In the stream of life and let the pain and the sorrow be washed away in the ways of his mercy as the deep cries out to thee. I'm just going to invite each of you to come up, take communion, take a promise, go and be seated again and just spend that time speaking to God.
5: Delancey Church. For more downloads, information or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.